Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the winter weather around the corner, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford. On this episode, Doug Parker will check in with Cruise Director Carly B. aboard Royal Caribbean's Radiance-class ship, Jewel of the Seas, down in Tampa. Plus, we'll get a review of Holland America's 79 Eastern Caribbean cruise on the MS Eurodam from listener Scott Lara. But first, Stuart, you're on the cruise guy. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. I love this. Royal Caribbean revamped their marketing campaign, and I uh, agree with you. It sounds great. Well, I think it's, it's amazing. Uh, the, you know, the old campaign, you know, it's, it's, it's dead and buried. But uh, the new one, the sea is calling, answer it royally, uh, yeah. is really terrific. You know, with the, uh, the shell phone that uh, they've got in various cities, uh, it's, it's definitely a win because it really conjures up the images of cruising, and for just a moment, just anyone can, can do, you know, be whisked away and made to feel like they're on a cruise. And, uh, I mean, how often does the sea call? I know. I love the commercial. You can check it out at cruiseradio.net, of Where course. Cruiseradio.net. It's really good. And, you know, I love it because they're using – these are real people. These aren't actors. Um, it's uh, fun. It's really good. And uh, it's, it's, it's very clever, and there's going to be an infinite amount of new material that you'll be able to, you know – conjure up to come up with uh some new commercials and you know who knows you know they may even be able to uh interject uh some alec baldwin uh temper tantrum <laughs> you know he too could uh, use a vacation what's the what was the old campaign why not it was the nation of why not nation of why not quite possibly oh, uh, the nation of how come and no duh yeah. but uh you know it just it just never resonated as well as the previous one which was you know the lust for life yeah and you know get out there i mean that was great you know, it always had people uh, humming the song. Yeah, is that uh, Iggy Pop? It, yes, it was. Okay, but uh, this one, you know, let me tell you, I think we just hit the tip, and you know, the new one's going to have it's going to be a lot of fun because there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of material they're going to be able to a lot of direct new directions they'll be able to go with it. Carnival Paradise is now home ported in Tampa. What kind of itineraries? Uh... Well, that's a neat thing. Um, the Carnival Paradise, which has been based in um, Los Angeles, doing three and four night is, uh, you know, is now moved over to the Port of Tampa, and uh, she's going to be year-round. It's nice to see Tampa, be, you know, become a good cruise port year-round for Carnival. Uh, so they're going to have Carnival Paradise, which is going to be doing uh, four- and five-night cruises. To uh, The four-night will go to Cozumel, and uh, the five-night is going to be Cozumel and Grand Cayman. And the previous ship, the Inspiration, uh, was uh, deployed uh, back to Long Beach, where it's going to be doing, uh, taking up the three- and four-night uh, sailing, just you know, to kind of change things up, but uh, it's, it's exciting news for Carnival. Uh, you know, a second fun ship there to join Carnival Legend uh, will be great. Norwegian Cruise Line is uh, doing a big push for bookings in January. Are these are these more the the whoop de doo sales as you call them? Yeah, 
yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to be doing some upgrades, and you know, the you know, look, I wouldn't go on a cruise or book a cruise because hey, I can get a a coupon book with valued up to four hundred dollars. Um, but you, know, you got to look at the the deals. You got to see what kind of upgrades. You got to look at the you know what, it, what you know how it compares. But I mean, these these sales we're getting you know up to what is traditionally called the wave season, uh, which traditionally had been the the peak booking period. So by the 31st of March, that's typically when the 75% of the uh, bookings for that calendar year are, are made. Um, but all the cruise lines are going to be coming up with uh, all kinds of offers to uh, in, you know, incentivize people to try to get uh, more bookings. Uh, you know, the difficulties for 2012, uh, definitely uh, the eastern part of the Mediterranean, uh, you know, the uh, Egypt area, uh, Tunisia, um, you know, uh, those, those, kind of, those areas, uh, Greece, um, you know, maybe parts of Italy, but uh, it's it's going to be a great year, and the cruise lines are going to have to, um, you know, they're going to have to drop some prices, and they're going to have to get creative with their marketing campaign. So, NCL uh, is the first one to fire the first salvo. Is this true? Cruise lines could be cut out of Venice completely because of the, the erosion. Well, what's what's interesting is, you know, as in many places, you've got the for group and the against group. <laughs> And the against group is saying that the cruise lines are creating, um, you know, problems for the shallow Venetian lagoon, you know, with their powerful wakes and their undertoes, and it's damaging the uh, fragile canal banks, uh, canal banks, uh, the wooden piles and, and stuff, and it's creating problems. Uh, then, you know, it comes down to, well, it's, it's, it's gone from, you know, 200 it, you know, sh- uh, ship calls uh, in 2000 to 510 uh, in 2007. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot, there's certainly a large increase. But, you know, we're talking, look, it's it's a great city. A lot of people want to go there. You have some people in Venice that wanted to say, well, you know, maybe they'll pay a $50 per person head tax. Well, we already know from other ports that, uh, that, that we're not going to pay another $50 on top of the cruise fare, on top of what the cities are already getting and not to mention what these cities are getting from all these tourists i mean the 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 low acquisition costs that these various cities when the cruise passengers are there is significantly lower than the the tourists that are flying in there and staying in the hotels you know i mean how how cool would it be to be able to you know you get uh fifty thousand people and then they you know they come they spend money and then they leave look the cruise lines will be the first to work with any you know city on on dealing with these environmental issues um but so uh i, I don't think there's there, you know there's been talk matt um you know of, of something like this for 10 years but uh, I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere because venice like all these other cities especially today they need the revenues that these cruise passengers are going to generate and if cruise passengers have to drive in from a town um, it, it's, it's not going to go well, and it'll lose its, uh, its luster. You always manage to cheer me up somehow, Stuart. Well, you know, look, that's, that's what friends are for. And uh, Okay, uh, Dion Warwick. Oh, that's my cell phone ringing. I've got to go. Well, for God's sake, go answer it royally. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cousin. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. send you on your Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise 
One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1. Or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One. Each week, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. Last month, the Port of Tampa set its record for single-day passenger throughput when 12,623 people went through its terminal. If you're going to be one of the next passengers cruising from the city, you should find some time before or after your cruise to check out Ybor City. This historic neighborhood just northeast of downtown was founded in the 1880s. Immigrant cigar makers from Cuba, Spain, and Italy came to the city, which has been known as Tampa's Latin Quarter for over a century. Its Latin influence can be seen in Ybor City's ethnic restaurants, specialty shops, art and music, architecture, special events, and of course, its cigar shops where you can see demonstrations of hand-rolling cigars or enjoy one yourself. The Ybor City Museum State Park is a good one-stop spot to learn all about the area's unique cultural heritage. So happy to have with us a cruise director aboard Jewel of the Seas, Carly. Carly, welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. It's very nice of you to uh, come and interview me. Let's start from the beginning. I mean, what brought you from back home to working on this amazing ship? Well, I was a dancer from the age of four. My mom put me in dancing school when I was four, and... um, I just, I always wanted to be a dancer. That was my whole focus on life. So mm-hmm. when I was 16, I moved up to London, the big lights. Sure. And I trained as a, a ballet dancer. And uh, discovered that really, unless you wanted to pay them, there wasn't really a whole lot of money in ballet. Right. So I switched to careers and I became a, a, a dancer that did all kinds of tap, jazz, ballet. And eventually got a job working abroad. And I worked all over the world in uh, Asia and in Europe, uh, dancing in big production shows and Las Vegas-style reviews. Oh, cool. And eventually I happened to see a ship on a, in a port area where we were working. And I was like, well, what's going on there? Uh-huh. And I talked to some people who were on the pier, and it turned out that they were dancers on board. And we had this discussion, and I said, well, I'd like to try that. Cool. Did an audition and worked as a dancer. and got my first job as a sh- on a ship. Danced on ships for seven years and just never, ever left. When I decided I was done with the dancing, I still wanted to stay on the ship and was lucky enough to be able to stay within the cruise division and be activities manager, cruise staff, shore excursion manager, port lecturer, and then, of course, cruise director. As a cruise director board to Jewel of the Seas, I mean, I was adding up all the activities to do in a day here, and it's like 20-plus hours of activities, which seems like a rather daunting task to control. How do you do that? You know, it's, it, is, it is a daunting task, but we want to make sure that everyone has something to do all the time. Whether they choose to do it or not, it's there. It's there for the taking. Um, I have a wonderful team of people who work with me. So myself and the activities manager, we put the activity program together. Mm-hmm. But then we also have four cruise staff. We also have sports staff. We also have a DJ. We have an Adventure Ocean team. So we then dole out the activities between us so that they're all covered at all times. And myself and the activities manager do as many as we can. Mm-hmm. And then we spread them out between us all so that every activity is covered by somebody. How many folks are working underneath you? Um, I'm in charge of the whole entertainment division. So not only is it the people who are leading the activities, the cruise director staff, but it's also the singers and the dancers, all of the musicians around the ship. We have a broadcast team, a head broadcast and an assistant. Our Adventure Ocean team taking care of the children. 
um, and all of the entertainers around the ship. So my team is approximately 70 to 80, depending. Wow. Yeah, it's a big team. Is it tough to balance being the face of the crowd and doing all the back-end paperwork as well? I will say that the back-end and paperwork is not my favorite part of the job. But like any job, there's always a part that you don't like. Right. Um, and the fact is, is that the part that I enjoy is being out with a crowd, and I get to do that a lot. And mm-hmm. it is so gratifying. When somebody comes to me at the end of the cruise and says, oh, I had a fantastic time, it makes all the hard work so well worth it. Sailing during the holidays can relieve a lot of stress back home. Um, what special kind of events and activities does a cruise line do to kind of cater to the holiday sailings? Oh, we think very hard about that. We want people to experience the holidays on board, um, but not, not just like you would at home. At home, it's all about maybe um, sitting around with the family. Of course, a lot of people will bring their family on board with them, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But we also try and bring them into our Royal Caribbean family as well. So, of course, we will have Christmas Eve carol singing on board the ship with the crew. We will have Midnight Mass. We will have a priest on board the ship. Santa Claus will, of course, come to the <laughs> ship. He has got the arrangements already. We put the, we put the, um, the lists up the smokestack, so right. we know he's got those messages. And he will come and he'll give presents to the uh, younger guests of course we'll have um, holiday movies we'll have holiday sing-alongs we'll have holiday trivias and games and uh, it'll just be a whole lot of fun on board the ship and of course lots of food and lots of dancing and we really we really think very hard about making sure that we have something for everyone sure and of course it covers Hanukkah too we cover Hanukkah on board the ship as well so and this year it's all going hand in hand with each other so there's a a lot of, of ins and outs to it but we try and make sure that everybody has what they need to enjoy a wonderful holiday does your contract usually have you working over the holidays, or does it sometimes vary? Is it on and off? It varies, but I'll be honest with you, from my, from my perspective, I now live in Canada, the East Coast, New Brunswick. Okay. And the winter, as any of you who've been, and I know in Jacksonville you've got a lot of snowbirds there, <laughs> a lot of you know that in the winter in Canada there's a lot of snow, so I'm quite happy to be away during the winter sure. as much as I can. So I try to work it so that I work through Christmas in order to get July and August as my vacation time. I hear you. Because July and August in Canada, where I live, is the best time yes, to be there. Yes, I'm sure. Um, sure, Christmas is is a very important day, and I miss my family and I miss my husband. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's only one day, and the rest of winter is shoveled in the snow. <laughs> I can do without that to be home for two months in the summer. For the folks who have never cruised the Jewel of the Seas before, what can maybe the first-time cruisers expect to uh, experience on the ship? I like to call the Jewel of the Seas the, the Lady of the Fleet. Mm. She's, she has beautiful uh, spaces on board. There's lots of glass. It's uh, lovely uh, gathering spaces. You can get away from the crowd or you can be with the crowd. Um, we have a beautiful indoor pool. We have the outdoor pool. Um, great um, eating venues. We have chops and portofinos, of course, mm. as well as the main dining room. Um, there's just something for everyone. There's places where you can be with the crowd and there's places to escape at the same sure. time. And one of my favorite places on, and of course it's on all of our ships, one of my favorite places, of course, the spa. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to get away from it all, the spa is yes. the place that you want to hang out. But if you really want to join in, we've got great, um, especially theme nights. A lot of people don't understand that we have theme nights on board. Mm-hmm. And one of the big theme nights that we have with Royal Caribbean is 70s night. So for all of you who think you may be coming on a Royal Caribbean cruise, bring your 70s costume with you. I'm sure you'll have a lot of fun with it. Do a lot of folks actually participate in the 70s night and bring their own costumes from home? 70s is huge. Not enough people bring their 70s costumes. People love it anyway, but I think if they were in costume, it's one of 
those things once you put a costume on you kind of step outside of yourself a little bit <laughs> so bring in a costume or even if it's just bringing you know a funny wig or a pair of glasses or a loud shirt will make all the difference <laughs> So bring your costumes. She is cruise director aboard the Jewel of the Seas. Carly, thank you so much for being on Cruise Radio. You are very welcome, and I look forward to welcoming you all to sail with us on the Jewel of the Seas in the future. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Hey, I'm Matt Bassford here with Doug Parker. I want to talk to you about TripInsurance.com. They are the low-cost leader in travel insurance. The folks at TripInsurance.com have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Now, we know you're going to shop around on other websites, but one thing is for certain. When you go to TripInsurance.com, you are sure to save up to 40% or more. And with TripInsurance.com, you're not just stuck with one type of travel insurance. They have three different types, good, better, or best, one to fit every budget. And of course, we all love and need to talk to an actual person. That's what you get with TripInsurance.com, 24-7 telephone support, just to show you how committed they are to you, the customer. And you can file claims online right on the website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. That's TripInsurance.com. Just off Holland America's MS Shiro Dam, Scott Lara, man, welcome to Cruise Radio. Hey, Doug. Dude, how was the sailing? You know, I had a great time. Uh, as you know, I love Holland America. I've sailed on it many times with my wife, Marty. You're a damn just an incredible ship, uh, great people. And uh, the only thing that kind of threw me, uh, we couldn't make it to uh, Grand Turk, our first stop. I was really looking forward to that. But due to the high winds, uh, we couldn't make it in there. Well, tell us about the embarkation when you first boarded here. How was it? 20 minutes from the pier to being on the ship. We just breezed right through. I know you've been on the ship before, but what were your first impressions this go-around? You know, we were on the ship back in October of 2010. Great time, great people. It was great to come back. I felt like I was at home. Uh, the people were great. I uh, recognized several of the people. Food was great. Service was a 10. Let's talk about the food. They have a couple of specialty restaurants on there, along with their um, their five-star service on there. How was the food? You know, the Pinnacle Grill is definitely a, a, an experience that everybody needs to take advantage of. Uh, it does cost extra, but, you know, you got the great linen, the, the stemware, the plates, uh, the sterling beef. I mean, it's really good. The service is incredible. So I encourage everyone to, to go to the Pinnacle Grill. Tamarind is incredible. Uh, you know, that Asian flair, the great people there. It's funny, they bow to you when you walk in. Uh, great food and a great service. Of course, the main dining room, always great, um, and it's always great to go there. How much were those specialty restaurants? You know, for the uh, Pinnacle Grill, I think it's $25 per person for dinner, uh, $10 uh, for lunch. On Tamarind, it's free for lunch, but uh, dinner's like 10 bucks. Let's talk about the entertainment. You know, they've uh, the people that were actually the entertainment this time, they were actually getting ready to get off the ship as a group. So they put on their last show. They were really good, very upbeat, young, exciting people. And I really do like the shows. How about the public areas on this ship? They have uh, that cool lookout point on the top of the ship. What's that called? It's called the Crow's Nest. And it's really a neat place to go. 
because it's near the front of the ship. You go way high up. You got a great bird's eye view. Uh, at night, they had this young guy playing guitar. The women are loving him, throwing themselves at him. Young, great guy. And uh, then right there is the explore, exploration area where you can get on the Internet, have a cup of coffee. So it's really nice kind of just to relax uh, with family and friends, have a couple of drinks, and uh, get away from it all. Holland America is known for being kind of an older folk cruise ship. Um, was there much nightlife on there at all? <laughs> well, they got the Northern Lights, which is their disco, and uh, Jazzy, uh, DJ Jazzy, who I've known for many, many years, makes it very, very fun. And I really think the demographic, you know, the older folks, uh, for many years that's the way it was, but I really see Holland America coming around and more young people. Doug, of the 2,000 passengers on board, 400 of them were kids, and I could hardly, I could hardly notice that. I mean, they were well behaved. Club held does a great job, and you did see them at the like the pool, the main pool, but it was really fine. And being a Thanksgiving cruise like it was, um, it was great. A lot of cruise lines are changing their smoking policies, um, and in fact, Holland America is one of them. How is the smoking situation on board the ship? On Holland America, I am glad that they are going to non-smoking primarily in the staterooms, because when you're walking down those long halls, you don't want to smell that. Uh, on the uh, Holland America Eurodam, it's still smoking in the uh, casino, and right next to the casino is the piano bar, so if Marty and I wanted to go over there, you're walking through a wall of smoke, which is not good. But it is nice you know, that they are going more towards non-smoking, and I appreciate that. You went to Grand Turk, St. Thomas, and Half Moon Cay, and San Juan, Puerto Rico. Out of those ports, which one was your favorite? Grand Turk has got to be my favorite because it's very easy. You get off the ship, you walk down that long pier, and boom, you got the Margaritaville, you got the Wave Runner there, and you got the swimming pool. So it's very nice, very convenient. So Grand Turk's got to be my favorite port. For the folks who've never been to their private island, Half Moon Cay, tell us about that. What's it like? You know, on a scale of 1 to 10, I have to give it a 20 because it's very easy. They tender you off. It's like a little 10-minute tender ride. And, uh, you know, you, the one tip i got to give you, though, for Half Moon Cay, you got to get to that barbecue like at 11.15 or 11.30. Do not wait till 12, 12.15, 12 because that's when the 2,000 people off the ship are going to be at that buffet. And if two or three ships are at Half Moon K at the same time, forget it, you're done. So please, if you're going to Half Moon K, get there early. The beaches are great. They have a kids area. They have the horses that swim in the water that you can ride on, jet skis, everything. Uh, I understand now why it is rated the number one island by what, Porthole Cruise Magazine and Cruise Critic. Uh, a great place to go. For the listeners out there who may be considering traveling Holland America and maybe um, haven't made that step yet, any first-time advice for them? You know, Doug, if you're a senior citizen and you're looking to go on Holland America, you got to get travel insurance with either tripinsurance.com or Holland America, whomever you choose. You've got to get the trip insurance. Why? Because I had a group of about 15 people on board, and one of the people in my group got sick. She had a heart attack, and the folks I were with, you know, insurance on a previous cruise, and they didn't on this one. And they had to get a medical jet to fly the, the lady, and she's over 80 years old, from San Juan to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. That jet cost twenty thousand dollars. Holy crap! Yeah, twenty thousand dollars, Doug. And so the thing is, if they would have, you know, you know, for whatever the price of the insurance is, you know, hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks per person, whatever, they could have saved twenty thousand dollars because most of these insurances, and please read the fine print, but most of these insurances do cover medical jet, you know, evacuation, so the person can get back to where they need to and get taken care of. Always a pleasure to see you, man. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio, Scott. Thank you, Doug. All right, that's going to do it. Don't forget, we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. Probably the easiest way to listen to Cruise Radio and your other podcast or streaming radio. Uh, it's a free app for your smartphone. Just go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Stitcher Radio icon. Also, get all the latest cruise.
Cruise News right there on our homepage and get the instant email updates with the uh, alerts. Simply fill out your email address in the upper right-hand corner. Again, cruiseradio.net. I'm Matt Basford, and on behalf of Doug Parker, this is Cruise Radio. Promotional consideration by the Ramada Airport Cruise Port Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Call 800-509-9854 or visit ramadainairport.com for your next pre- or post-cruise stay. Featuring free shuttles to and from Fort Lauderdale Airport in Port Everglades. The Ramada Airport Cruise Port Hotel. You do your thing. Leave the rest to us. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.